But God is good. All the time. All the time. Amen. The Word of God says, I am only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away. Who can hide in secret places so I, that I cannot see them, declares the Lord. Do not I feel heaven and earth, declares the Lord. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer together. Lord, we thank you for your presence that we feel here this morning. And Lord, we can only imagine how beautiful heaven is going to be. And we can only imagine, dear Lord, the wonderful things that you have in store for us for the remainder of our lives. But help us right now, dear Lord, to know that you are here with us right now. And dear Lord, if we lift up our voices and we open our minds and our souls, dear Lord, that you will come in and give us the spirit of peace and love that we need here this morning. Help us, dear Lord, to learn from your understanding and your knowledge and help us, dear Lord, to apply it in every aspect of our lives. In your holy and sweetest name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I am only a God nearby, declares the Lord, not a God far away. I want to preach a little while, and I'll explain to you the title of this sermon this morning a little bit, upon mind games. Aren't you glad to know today? Now take you a big, deep breath, because this is going to be a big amen. Aren't you glad to know today that God is a God nearby? Amen? Don't that make you feel good? In all things that you face in life, aren't you glad that God is not put up on some high pedestal far away, right? Or on some living in some big gigantic mansion that you have to buy a ticket to get to, right? Or you have to drive hours to get there. Aren't you glad to know that in everything that you face in your life, that your God is right beside you? to give you the strength and the encouragement that you need in your life. God knows all about us. He knows our good. Praise be to God for that, right? He knows our bad. He knows our doubts. He knows our fears. He knows our struggles. He knows what we are facing every day, day in and day out. And no matter what's going on in the world today, no matter how difficult these things seem to be or what struggles there seem to be or what struggles that are going on in your life, praise be to God, you know as you walk every day and as you breathe every day, you are not alone. Amen? That you have a God that's nearby. A God that is there to give you the strength and give you the comfort that you need. So He knows all your good. But we also serve a God that knows what else? He knows all of our bad too, doesn't He? He knows things that in our life that are not helping us to be the person or the Christian that we should be. He knows the things that is holding us back. He knows the things that we are holding on to that we don't need to hold on to anymore. He knows the worries and the concerns and the things that are destroying us because He is with us all the time. And we learn a lot about that over in right in Genesis, don't we? How that no matter how hard we try to hide something, and no matter how much thought we put into certain things, 
We all know that the things that we do contrary to God, those things will be found out, don't we? And they will come to life. You know about the story about Adam and Eve. How that the old devil played some mind games there, didn't he? Think about it. Adam and Eve had everything they needed, didn't they? They lived in the most beautiful place you could ever imagine. They had everything that they needed. Everything was supplied to them. They knew no worry. Can you imagine that? They knew no sin. They knew no envy. They knew none of those things that is going on in the world today. They lived in this perfect, perfect place. One of the things that we know for sure is the old devil don't like peace and harmony, does he? He loves for things to be in a turmoil. He loves for things to be shaken. He loves for things not to be going peacefully. He loves for us to have doubts and he loves for us to have fears. And you look over there in Genesis verses, uh, chapter 3, beginning there with verse 4, it says, You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that you, when you eat, from your, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye and desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it also. He told her that she could know more than God. He started playing that mind games with her, didn't he? Started telling her, do it my way. You know that God's there with you, but does God really have your best interest in heart? Or does God just want to be in control of you? Does God really want, why would God not want you of all these beautiful things? Why would God tell you one thing not to do? You might think, well, I tell you what, that's just bad of Eve, wasn't it? She had everything. She didn't need anything else. God had blessed her. God had gave her abundantly more than she could ever partake of or deserved. God had told her so much. Why would she allow the old devil to get in her mind? Well, folks, I want you to know something. You ready for this? The preacher's got it. The old devil's got it in your preacher's mind before. Has the old devil ever got in your mind before? Starts talking to you. I since I'm home now, when I want to start thinking about Sunday mornings, I go out on my side deck. And my side deck is the most peaceful place that I could think of. And I love being out there. Every once in a while, I just do this. You're going to say, preacher, this is mean. But she'll be at work, and I'll just be sitting out there, and I'll take a picture of it and send it to her and say, don't you wish you were here? And I look over all my little, I'll see the deers come by, the turkeys come by, and I sit out there with my Bible, and I start thinking about Sunday morning. And I was doing that this past week, and I was thinking, God, what would you like for me to preach on? What, what direction would you like for me to go? What scriptures would you like for me to look at? What, what would be a sort of a thought that I need to have? And I was getting to that point. You ever get to a point in your life where you can just feel God's presence all around you? You know? Where you're blocking out everything else. 
you're just feeling it. And I was, there wasn't a thing wrong. You know, the birds were chirping and I could hear all these things. And my mind was starting to, to go in the right place that it needed to be. And then all of a sudden, right out of the blue, the old devil jumped in my mind. Has that ever happened? Started talking to me. Started telling me about worries and concerns that I have and things that, that are, I should be thinking about. And all of a sudden, that beautiful place that I was looking at that nobody can take away from me because I own it and it's paid for. Nobody can come and get it. And that beautiful place that I was looking out there, just because I allow the devil in my own mind, you know what happened? Started tarnishing that a little bit. And he started me drifting away from thinking about how good God's presence is and how wonderful God's presence is in my life, and he was able to grab a hold of me. Does that ever happen to you? Does the old devil try to play those mind games with you? Does he always try to slip in and start saying things to you and causes you to start having that doubt and that, that worry? So often, instead of listening to God, we start listening to the old devil, don't we? That's what Eve did. Still listening to what God told her, she believed that she and the devil knew more than God. And she believed that it would be her, for her best interest to listen to the devil instead of listening to God. Well, Brother Paul, that's just terrible. She shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have listened to the devil, allow the devil to be in control of her. Why would she do that? Well, I want you to know we all do that, don't we? And we all allow that devil to come into our lives. And we all allow the, the devil to start playing those mind games with us. Right now, I promise you, there's a whole lot of you here this morning. I want to listen so much to Brother Paul's sermon. I want to hear what he's preaching. But you know the old devil's talking to you right now, isn't he? About what you're going to do this afternoon or where you need to be or what you're facing this upcoming week or whatever that may be. The old devil don't want you to be in tune with God, does he? He wants you to be off key. He wants you to be listening to Him and not understanding what blessing God wants to give to you. Well, how do we get past that? How do we get past the point of saying, you know what, devil, I'm going to listen to God and I'm going to allow you into my mind. I'm not going to allow you to control me. I'm not going to allow you to bring me down from my relationship with God where I feel that spirit. How do we get to a point where we say to ourselves, devil, don't stand in front of me, but devil, get behind me, right? How do we get to that point in our life where we're growing in that likeness? Over in John 16, verses 31 and 32, it says, Do not believe, Jesus replied, a time is coming and in fact has come when you will be scattered east to your own home. You will leave me all alone. Yet, I am not alone, for my Father is with me. Yet, what? I am not alone, for my Father is with me. What the devil wants you to do is get you in your weakest moment, doesn't he? He wants you to feel all alone. He wants you to feel vulnerable. 
He wants you to be able to, He wants to get you to you on your weakest moments in your darkest hour. And the devil wants you to think, you know what? You, have you ever felt like the weight of the world has just weighed you down? You ever feel like that? And it just keeps happening and happening and happening. And it continues to, to, to weigh you down and causes you not to have the strength and the, uh, the mo- motivation just to keep on going. And the devil wants you to say, these things, why is God allowing this to happen to me? Why is God not here with me? Has God forgot all about me? Why would God allow this to happen to me? Why am I the one having to carry this burden? But as Christians, we know something. And I think this is something we as Christians need to do more of. Are you ready for it? You should smile more, right? Because you should know every day you're not alone. No matter where you are or what situation is going on in your life, you are not alone. I told some of you, but many of you have not heard this before. When my mom passed away, I was an only child. Any other only kids here? We're not spoiled, are we? We're just highly liked, right? And you can get in trouble no matter what. Can't blame nobody else, right? It's just, just you. And when mom passed away, it was just me. It was me and Sheila. And I remember doing everything when for dad's funeral and all these type of things. This is when dad passed away. And I remember all the things that I had to do and all this and that and the other. Was trying to take care of mom, trying to take care of the house, trying to take care of the bills, trying to, trying to do all these type of things. We got all those things straightened out. And at the end, when Sheila and I were getting ready to leave, we stayed with mom about a week or so. I had to get back to work and Sheila had to get back to work. I knew there's going to be some other loose ends, and I just looked at mom and I said, Well, mom, come on, live with us. We're going to take care of you. You're not going to have to mow the grass no more. You're not going to have to worry about your bills no more. The only problem with my mom is, is my mom only went to the sixth grade. She'd never wrote a check in her life. She didn't know how to balance a checkbook. She didn't know how to take anything. And her one and only son had already decided, I knew what was best for my mama. And I went in and told her. I even had Sheila tell her. I thought that worked better. And mom looked at me and she said, son, I'm not going home with you. And I said, mom, I'm scared of you being here by yourself. Actually, I was thinking, I'm scared that the water won't be paid and the electric won't be paid and they'll come repo your car and the house will be gone. Mom, I, don't, I don't want that to happen to you. And I always remember what my mom said. And if we could just remember this as Christians, the old devil won't play as many mind games with you. My mom looked at me and she said, Honey, I'm not alone. Honey, I'm not alone. God's here with me. Folks, that's the same for you today, isn't it? You're not alone. Don't let the devil have your mind set on that. Don't become to a point in your life where you say, I have to depend more upon the old devil than I depend upon God. No, you're not alone, folks. Whatever you are facing this very day, God is helping you lift it, isn't he? 
God is helping you carry your burden. God is helping you to have the strength that you need to keep on going. Also, as Christians, when the old devil is playing mind games on you, one of the things the old devil will try, he's tried this on me before, he'll go, well, that's just too big, God can't do that. You can't do that. that that's beyond your power and control. Well, I want you to know something. Take this to the bank, right? You don't know the answers to everything. I don't either. And when I start looking at certain things, certain things seem completely impossible. They seem too what? Too big. Because I'm thinking to myself, I've got to solve this. I've got to handle this. I've got to take care of this all what? All by myself. And you hear people all the time going, this is too big for me. This is bringing me down. I can't handle this. This is causing too much stress. This is causing too much anxiety. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, praise be to God, you don't have to do it by yourself. Right? Because we know, as it says over in Luke 1, 37, for with God nothing shall be impossible. So with God nothing shall be impossible. What's that say to us? We all get up, and you've, I've said it, and you said it too. I believe the Scriptures from Genesis to Revelations, right? Amen? It's what our church is based upon. If you don't believe it, come to Wednesday night recharge. We're figuring that out real quick, what we believe. And if we say we believe from Genesis to Revelations, then that means that we believe what? Every word. And we believe that every word is the inspired word of God, which means that word is speaking to us. And when, John, uh, when Luke 1.37 says to me, For with God nothing shall be impossible, then that means it's true. That means that there is nothing in your life that you and God cannot overcome. Wouldn't it be great if we could all just live like that? Wouldn't it be great that we could just say, God, men, you've got this. I'm not going to allow the old devil to play those mind games with me. I'm not going to allow him to control me. So this morning, ask yourself, what is causing you that worry and that strife? What is causing you that anxiety? What is causing you not to be the person that you should be. I've had a lot of people come up to me and they'll look at me and they'll say, Paul, you, you look different. Well, yeah, I'm older. <laughs> you, you look different. Well, yeah. A lot of people look at me and go, well, I didn't think you looked this good. What's that mean? I don't, I don't know exactly what that means. A lot of people thought, you know, a lot of thought, uh, folks thinks when you go through things, right? You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it through. But if we serve a God that all things are what? Possible. He lived like that. Don't let the, the devil throw all those things in your mind that says, these is what's going to hold me down or bring me down. 
I'm not going to allow that to happen. Don't let him play with your mind and cause you to lose sight of where God wants you to be. And also, big thing here, make sure you hear this. God knows what's best for you even when you don't know what's best. You got that? You might be wondering about it today, saying, well, I wonder what it looks like. One of the things that you have to realize, no matter what age you are, you still have doubts, don't you? Some people say, oh, I, I can go back to be a teenager again. I couldn't handle all that. Or I couldn't handle being a mom or dad again. Or I couldn't handle, you know, raising kids again. I couldn't handle having this and that and the other. One of the things that we all know as we get older, times change, but certain things stay what? The same. You're still going to have wonders about things and wondering about what different things look like and how they're going to be and certain things like that. We'll look over in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. What's that say? No matter what age you are, God has a plan. Amen? But also, no matter what age you are, the devil has a plan for you too. Just because you're a certain age doesn't mean the devil says, well, they're too old. Or they're too mature. I'm just going to leave them alone. I'm just going to let them be. No. The old devil's going to work on you just as hard whatever age you are. He's going to try to destroy you every day, isn't he? And he has a plan for you. And he wants you to take it. He wants to destroy you. He wants to bring you down. He not only wants to bring you down, he wants to bring the people around about you. But God says, wait a minute. I have a plan for you. I like it when it says, I have a plan for you. Why? I want to prosper you. I want you to grow. I want you to become stronger. I want you to feel my love in your heart and in your life. And I, I want you to know that I'm there with you. Today, God has a plan for your future. I, I just love thinking about, you know, little Riley this morning, you know, hearing all that good thing, Courtney Sue, and all these good things. I, I just love watching kids grow up, don't you all? You know what I love even more? Kids that grow up in God, right? And kids that grow up thinking things are possible. Why? Because they have served God, and God made those things possible for them. Today is the same, the true for you today. All things are possible. And finally this morning, to help you get away from those mind games that the devil loves to play on you, you need to know something. I believe today there's plenty of hatred today. There's plenty of bad people that wants to talk bad about you, wants to throw things at you, we were talking. You all should hear some of the conversations that Sheila and I have. And we have this other guy that rides with us to church, Kevin. Y'all know him. We have some interesting uh, conversations on the way to church and from church. And we were talking this morning about you know when you when people are used to people would say it to your face, right? They didn't like you. They just they'd say it. Right? They'd use their mouth. Now people just use their fingers, don't they? 
And they just type whatever they want to type, and they hit that button, and they go, whoop, it's gone, whoop. And how much destruction that causes, how much hate that causes. And there's plenty of hate in the world, and the old devil loves that, doesn't he? He just loves hate. He loves when we're at war. He loves when we can't get along. He, he, one of the things, you know what makes the devil rejoice? Are you ready for this? He loves it when you raise your voice. He loves it when you yell at somebody. He loves it when you lose your cool. He loves it when you have to take an extra blood pressure medicine because you're a little hot under the collar, doesn't he? He loves that. And he's going to keep stoking the fire, isn't he? Trying to get you madder. Trying to get you to hurt more and more. You ever been in a fight before and you ever stop and go, how did we ever get this far? Why have we allowed it to go this far? What caused me to say that? What caused them to say that? And you get to a point, you just go, the only thing that could have happened is the old devil just took control, didn't he? So we have plenty of that. And that's a good mind game that he plays. But I want you to know something else which can help you stay on the right side that God wants you to be. You have to realize something. Over John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What's that say to you? It says today that God loves you more than anything. Anything. The devil, he'll just leave you, won't he? He won't go away. He'll leave you for a little while and then he'll come back. But God's there with you all the time. He wants you to have the best in your life. Today, I'm sure the devil's playing mind games right now. He's talking to you about a lot of things right now, isn't he? Things that, one of the things with, I found out about devil talk, you know what devil talk is? It's bad talk, isn't it? And it's just there to rip you apart, shred you apart, and destroy you. That's what he's talking to you about right now. Oh, don't listen to that. Don't believe that. There's no way God's that. Grab a hold of this fruit and take a bite, right? God says you not to do it. Just try it out. See what happens. Today, folks, don't let that happen. Listen to God today. Let God be in control today of everything that goes on. Don't let the devil cause you not to be the person you don't want to be. Don't let the devil cause you to be and act in ways that you shouldn't act. Today, do your very best to strive to be more like God and listen to God and know His will. Today, whatever He's talked to you about today, one of the things that Nobody else can do is eavesdrop on your conversations between you and God. Amen? That's conversations between you and God. And God knows what you've already been talking about this morning. What's He saying to you? What needs to change? What needs to happen? I believe coming to church is more than just driving to church and parking in your... Most of the time, what? Same parking spot and coming in and sitting down and sitting where... In your same uh, spot in the same pew, unless you're Mabel and Prentice, they've started moving around on me a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> that's more than that, isn't it? It's more than just singing. It's more than preaching. It's more than just those. I believe when you come to church, you need to feel something, right? 
And the only person that's causing you not to feel it is yourself. Because the old devil is trying to take that away from you. Right now, feel the presence of God. And ask God to be able to help you to give you what you need to become stronger. Whatever you need to talk to him about this morning, we invite you to come as we have our closing song. Joe and Laura.